All right, good evening, everybody. It is Wednesday night, July 1st, almost the uh, 4th of July weekend. And that actually kind of sets the stage for our uh, commentary tonight. Um, so, uh, you know, unfortunately, people haven't, um, not just in the United States, but, <clears throat> but all over the world, <clears throat> excuse me, people haven't been doing a very good job of social distancing and wearing masks. Um, well, I'm not sure about the whole world, but certainly not, uh, not in this country. Um, and that's been causing us some problems. And as we've been talking in this, uh, these podcasts and the commentaries I've done um, now for the last several weeks, if not a couple of months, we were concerned that that would, um, that would lead to you know, more increases in the number of coronavirus cases um, and effects on the economy. And that's in fact what's happening. Well, the reason I bring up July 4th is because um, there's a great, great concern amongst, uh, uh, you know, federal health officials and states and state health officials and so forth, um, that people are not going to be uh, observing the proper protocols um, and, uh, and that we could, could you know, have uh, more increases in coronavirus cases and, and deaths and then more damage to the economy, perhaps, or quite likely, actually. So... Um, uh, just to give you a, a little sense for a couple of things uh, that just actually happened today. Actually, it was a pretty, pretty note, noteworthy day. Um, Anthony Fauci, who, as you know, is the um, uh, uh, sort of chief um, uh, health official when it comes to this virus situation. That's my notes. Um, he was saying today that, uh, you know, we, I, they were testifying before Congress again, uh, Fauci and, and uh, Jerome Powell, Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell and Stephen Mnuchin, um, the, uh, I believe he's the chairman of the uh, uh, Council of Economic Advisors. Um, so they were all on Capitol Hill today. And you know, Fauci is, is saying that if we don't get our act together, um, that we could be seeing as many as 100,000 new cases of the virus each day. Okay, think about that. 100,000 new cases each day. That's a very, very big number. Actually, I was surprised how big the number is right now. Currently, we're currently in this country. I guess this was a uh, uh, federal number. Yeah, U.S., the U.S. Currently in the U.S., we are seeing 40,000 new cases a day, 40,000 40, new cases of this virus. And this is a virus where we haven't developed any kind of herd immunity yet to it. We don't have a vaccine. There's a lot of things in the works. But right now, we don't um, have any uh, real cures for it. Um, and we don't have any vaccines, and people are dying from it. So, from the the human cost, um, you know that that's that's significant when you have forty thousand new cases a day, and a certain percentage of those will unfortunately die. And that we could go to hundred thousand a day. Uh, I mean, that that's significant. So, you know, Fauci's. Uh, and it's and it's really pretty simple. Uh, I guess maybe this is a little maybe preaching here a little bit, um, uh, uh, just imploring people to please. It, the, the solution is very very simple. You know, uh, social distance and wear the mask. I mean, those are the two most important things that um, people can do. Um, but we've not been doing that, and so we have the Fourth of July weekend coming up, um, and everyone's afraid what's going to happen. To that point, um, uh, a lot of states are are pulling back, shutting down. Out here in California, um, I believe the beaches in uh, LA County have been shut down. Uh, Orange County, I believe, is doing the same. 
and San Diego hasn't been doing that quite as much, but, uh, but we're worried if they're shutting things down up north that everyone's going to come south. So, um, so we have to kind of watch this 4th of July weekend, but it's, it's looking kind of grim. Um, the, uh, the news from Powell uh, is kind of mixed, actually. Um, so it turns out that um, hiring, spending, and I'm kind of paraphrasing, quoting from uh, the Wall Street Journal today, we talked about this. Uh, hiring, spending, and other economic activity had rebounded earlier than some had anticipated in the spring. Um, but so that's the good news. The bad news is that, that increase in uh, the increase in commerce that, um, that results from that entails large gatherings uh, or other pers or close personal contact, um, which brings with it new risks. And um, so. Um, Again, just everyone is, is warning we, we need to really get this virus thing in control. People aren't taking it as seriously as they should. Um, and, um, and I've written about that extensively, as you know, in these, uh, in these past commentaries. Um, I'm teaching a class right now at uh, California Baptist University in decision-making, um, strategic decision-making, strategic management, and so forth. Um, and so, you know, trying to understand you know, with the students, the underlying causes of, of how people make decisions and why sometimes they don't, why sometimes they don't do as well as they should and so forth. Um, and there's, there's a lot of reasons for that. It kind of a lot of it uh, falls on what we call system one, system two thinking. Uh, those terms, I believe, were, were coined by uh, Daniel Kahneman, uh, Nobel Prize winning psychologist, actually, who got the Nobel Prize in economics. Um, interesting little fact there is that he actually had never taken an economics course at the time that he had won the Nobel Prize in economics. But that's because he's a psychologist uh, and he saw some things from psychology about economics and the assumptions we make in economics that he said just simply aren't, aren't true. And so that's those insights uh, from being an outsider in the field actually got him uh, the Nobel Prize uh, in the field of economics. Kind of interesting. But anyway, the, the idea is, is that you know system one thinking basically is that fast judgment type of calls uh, that we do. Um, and, you know, the, the stuff like when we're driving, that's what keeps us, um, you know, we just, we drive, we can talk and do other things while we're driving because the system one is working for us. The system two is, and this is just a real, you know, in the you know, nutshell type of uh, uh, synopsis, but the system two is where you really have to think about things more. Um, and really analyze consequences. And that's not to say that you're always going to make the right decisions, but um, but at least it's more deliberate thought. Uh, uh, Kahneman's book on the subject is Thinking Fast and Thinking Slow. So the thinking fast is system one, thinking slow is system two. And, and the implication being that um, you need system one thinking, um, but we also need system two thinking. That doesn't happen enough. And I think that accounts for, I'd said that in one of my earlier commentaries, I think that accounts for a lot of why uh, people haven't been adhering to the protocols like they should, is they're just not, they're not really thinking at a system two level uh, as much as they should about the coronavirus. There's other reasons too, but that's a, that's a big one, I think. Um, but having said that too, you know, this, this whole coronavirus, uh, coronavirus which started, um, you know, kind of really in a big way, the beginning of March, the middle of March, um, it has caused tremendous structural damage to the global economy. Um, and that's, we need to focus on that and keep that in mind um, as investors. And so, um, uh, by the way, there was a, a piece that came out today from the Federal Reserve of St. Louis. 
um, entitled, and I put this on my social media accounts, uh, this article was ca is called Economic Uncertainty Means Approaching GDP Forecast with Caution. And so some of the, I'm just going to mention the three big takeaways from this study. Again, if you want to refer to it, it is in all the social media accounts for the Value Driver Institute, the uh, Intrinsic Value Wealth Report, Intrinsic Value Wealth Report newsletter, my own personal one. That's on Facebook and LinkedIn and so forth. So if you can't find them, just shoot me an email and I'll, I'll uh, give you the reference. But Here's the key takeaways. Um, uh, again, this is from the Federal Reserve Bank of St. Louis, one of their economists. Um, and uh, he wrote this article, Economic Certainty Means Approaching GDP Forecast with Caution. So the first key takeaway, the longest expansion in U.S. history ended in February, largely due to economic fallout from the COVID-19 pandemic. Um, number two takeaway, the economic collapse due to the pandemic, however, means the second quarter decline in GDP could be the largest decline on record. I said again, the second quarter decline in GDP could be the largest decline on record. Um, and and it, it always fascinates me um, in, in, in a not good way, um, just how quickly all that happened. I mean, we were only talking the middle of March. So what, three months, four months now? Um, so a um, lot of, lot of uh, unprecedented events have been happening. And finally, uh, and this is kind of one of the points of the article, forecasts of an economic rebound are prevalent, but so much economic uncertainty means um, such forecasts should be viewed with caution. And again, let me just reiterate that there's been tremendous, tremendous structural damage to the global economy um, that's going to take longer than just you know a few months or uh, maybe even you know, uh, longer than a couple of years to, to fix. Um, one of the more recent forecast from the Federal Reserve is that it could take as much as a decade. Um, okay, and then I guess uh, uh, an interesting, not not a happy uh, occurrence today is uh, Freedom Fest. Uh, some of you that listen to this commentary, this podcast, uh, may be familiar with Freedom Fest, may have even signed up for it, so you know what I'm talking about here. Unfortunately, Freedom Fest was canceled uh, today for this year. It was going to be held in Las Vegas uh, in a couple of weeks from now, middle of July. I was going to be a speaker there as well as um, uh, many other people. Um, but because of the increase in the number of cases and, and um, Nevada in particular is, has not moved beyond phase two, so they couldn't allow conferences to, uh, to proceed. So uh, Freedom Fest had to be canceled. A sad, sad moment for all of us. Um, and, uh, uh, but we'll look forward to uh, the Freedom Fest for next year. Um, okay, so I want to just real quickly um, mention the market valuations and then just give you a little sense for um, uh, you know, where we are in the investing climate. So uh, market valuations, you know, they haven't really changed much from last week's uh, podcast. Uh, the Dow is, is at about a 21 multiple, uh, historical price earnings multiple. In the S&P uh, as about 21.2, I mean 21 as well, so 21.57 actually, 21.06 for the Dow, 21.57 for the S&P, that was for Friday's close, uh, last Friday's June 26 close. Again guys, that is not an undervalued market, that's actually a, an overvalued market, um, whether you're looking at historical or forward-looking uh, uh, or what have you. Um, so how should we you know, what, how should we investors be doing all this? Uh, 
and, and I really haven't changed my stance from what I've been saying um, the last few weeks, last couple of months. Um, you know, we have an economy that um, is, you know, structurally been damaged, uh, uh, perhaps beyond anything we've ever seen before. Um, while there has been some improvements, um, those improvements certainly aren't going to be enough for this year uh, to see, you know, um, any real drastic improvement in the economic situation. Um, and because the lo of the long-term structural damage that's been caused to the economy, um, it could take, uh, uh, you know, perhaps as much as a decade for things to really get, get back on track to where they were uh, before we started this uh, pandemic. So that's the economy, um, not, not good news. Um, and with this, pan with this pandemic, with the coronavirus getting worse now instead of better, um, you know, that, that does not bode well for the economy improving anytime real soon. I mean, if the, if the pandemic, if the coronavirus, if the cases were going down and we were going in the right direction, that would be uh, a good thing. You know, that would, that would be a bode well for the economy, but just the opposite is happening. Things are getting worse. So, um, so the economy is not good. Uh, the market's overvalued. Um, and we never advocate throwing a lot of money into a market that's overvalued. So that really leaves us with what we've been saying the last few weeks, you know, just continue an investment program. Uh, if you have one, if you don't, um, I think it's still better to start one than, than to try and time the market, send the sidelines and wait for whatever's going to happen because no one really knows what that is. Um, but, you know, start a, a periodic investment program, use uh, you know, the concept of dollar cost averaging, which means you just put a little bit into the market um, periodically um, and invest for the long term. Um, and the market could drop, it may not drop. Uh, um, but what we are pretty certain of is that um, that the economy's not going to be getting appreciably better um, in the real near term. Uh, the markets are overvalued, and um, so the best we can do is just to uh, you know kind of watch the markets, just keep an investment investment program going if you have one, if not, start one. Um, but certainly, this is not a time to jump back into the market uh, in a big way. The market's very very volatile. We've been talking a lot of reasons. Um, the last few weeks about why that is. One of them being that that um, some of the stocks like Apple and Amazon and so forth that make up a large part of the market, as defined by the S and P, um, are influencing the um, uh, you know the that index anyway in particular. Um, so you know, be that as it may, just um, um, we're in a um, we're in a very uncertain invest investment environment. Environment. The best we can do is just to keep keep investing for the long term and uh and you know keep in mind things will get better the, the, we're going to find a cure for the coronavirus we're probably getting very close from what i read um there's a lot of different vaccines that are going through trials um some are very very close the government is funding i think about three of them currently um so you know the, so the, we'll lick this virus at some point in time um and and you know hopefully sooner rather than later. Uh, the economy will someday improve. Um, again, hopefully quicker than, sooner rather than later. Um, and there's a lot of mixed viewpoints on that. Um, but it, it will get better, um, but it could, could take a while. So invest for the long-term guys. Um, and with that, we're gonna wrap up the, the commentary, the podcast for tonight. See you next week. <laughs>